You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network. We're never good. <sighs> oh, we're mildly above awesome. Well, there we go, folks, and welcome to Geekiest Show Ever, episode 252. And we have with us this week, no Melissa. She seems to think her family's more important than us. Go figure. I'm getting a little tired of this, you know? Yeah, it's, this shit's <laughs> getting old. <laughs> Just because she wants her son to grow up to be a you know a, a, a scientist or something and make oodles of money so she can retire uh, leisurely, you know that's no reason to blow us off. That's right. Very selfish, Melissa. Very selfish. That's very selfish. <laughs> We're going to say stuff to make you gag tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Yeah, thank goodness she didn't listen to the pre-show. She would have. But anyway, I'll send that to her. <laughs> there you go. And tonight, folks, instead of Mike, we have with us Rusty. <laughs> All I did was put in the show notes something about dusting off my rusty Linux skills, and now suddenly I'm rusty. Um, I keep telling you the goo dust. Dusting off your rusty. Linux skills. Read the the whole line, people. There you go. Um, No, no, I keep telling you, goo don't do that. (laughs) Yeah. does not rust. We we won't talk about the goo conversation that happened pre-show either. Right. Yeah, you know, it's kind of like, you know, what do you call a guy with incontinence? Rusty zipper. <laughs> <laughs> but um, bump. Okay, with yeah, that, we bef- before we move on to Mike's rustiness, <laughs> and his goo everywhere, um, we'll start with the world-famous, much-ballyhooed weather report. Yesterday, I almost died. Let's just start with that. It was 67 degrees. And I almost killed. Actually, I think it got up close to seventy, but I was in, I was semi comatose at that point, so I couldn't tell. Yeah, I was and, looking for sympathy cards for your family. Please, <laughs> please do. And but today it was cloudy. It only got up to about fifty degrees, so I was okay. I felt better, at least till this evening. Um, and then uh, it's actually going to be near seventy for a couple days, and then it's finally going to start to get normal down in the fifties. So. Uh, Hopefully things will get a bit more temperate so I don't die too soon. But Well, you should be living here. We still have those blasted snow angels, <gasps> snow devils. Uh, little white It's angels. been so windy and cold here. It's been really windy, like the kind that just like goes right through you. It's right. one thing when the temperature is cold, but when you add the wind to it. Ugh, yeah, it's miserable. Pretty- yeah, and yeah. today we were out, and it was really windy, but it's 36, and it's supposed to be rainy overnight, but we're allegedly, depending on which weather forecast you believe, we're going to be probably in the low to high 50s this week, so I'm hoping that next Sunday at this time, the snow devils will be gone completely. Poor, poor little thing. They I did. mean, there's only maybe <laughs> two inches on the ground left, as opposed to the 20 from oh. two weeks ago, and mm. lots and lots of patches of grass. Mm. But still, there's enough that yeah. it's repulsive. Yeah. And not to not to disappoint you too much, Alisa, uh, or to you know really depress Kevin. But I think all the snow we have left in our yard is about the size of my monitor here, and I was about ready to go out and throw a bucket of water on it just to get rid of it. I've um, done that. Mo- <laughs> mm. I've done that. Poor little things. We're snow murders. Uh, our weather. Our. Our weather, you know, Kevin and I just need to switch weather because, you know, it's it's spring and I'm waiting for that warm day when you can just kind of go outside and relax. You know, last week has been like 
Yeah, 30s kind of crept up into the 40s. We had a little drizzle one night that helped kill a lot of our snow. Not very much, barely registered, a hundredth of an inch or something like that. Not a whole lot, but this week we're supposed to be in the 50s, partly cloudy. But it's just that time of year when it's just cool and it's cloudy and it's overcast. And we know spring is almost there, but they just won't let it happen so that we can you know, actually relax and enjoy ourselves a little bit. So it's just uh, we're just biding time until the weather finally does start to come around and we can you know, finally get out of our um, winter slump here. Well, my problem with the weather is, is yesterday when it gets that warm, I, I honestly, no joke, I get sick. I do not feel good until my body adjusts, and that's usually right before summer comes, and then I get sick again until my body adjusts, which is usually early August before I'm comfortable. <laughs> so, and then when is fall it, comes... possibly allergies? I mean, seriously? No, 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 no. Possibly that there's something in the air that's bothering you, like the allergies? Because no. I'm, I've been sneezing a lot because the allerg- you know, the allergens are back, a, back out. It's not... It's not that type of sick. I mean, I literally feel achy and sore, and um, my, I get terrible headaches when the seasons change like that. Now, when I go into fall, I feel fine. In winter, I'm fine. But anything, and people think I'm crazy, but this, this is the truth. Winter to spring, I start to feel ill, and I'll get to feeling better. The headaches will go away, and I'll start feeling better probably, you know, late May, early June. Well, then summer kicks in sometimes sooner than that, and it just all starts over again. So huh. I have I have the reverse of seasonal affective disorder, whatever the hell that is. So it, it just uh, about kills me. By August, other than the heat, I'm pretty good. But then I'm praying for fall so I get to feel even better. So it's just it's a bad cycle. But, hey, my personal health. I'm- I'm just sitting here trying to furiously come up with an acronym. You know, it's seasonal affective disorder, sad, so you're happy. I just can't come up with a, an acronym to fit happy. Um, Most people uh, just tell me to fuck hell off. And um, pretty, um, um, I don't know. Pretty, what's, pretty, uh, pretty poopy year. Pretty hell and <laughs> pathetic. <laughs> pretty pathetic. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm happy. Sure. Okay, enough with that. Let's let's just move on. So we did tease a bit about Rusty, uh, and Rusty McPeak there is going to explain his new name to us. Wow, I didn't even try. Anyway, well, no, I just I got I've had this. Uh, it's an uh, old HP Elite book down here. It's the kind that you. Uh, it's a convertible with a uh, uh, dual core. Uh, uh, I forget what it is, uh, but it's a dual core processor. Anyway, it's the kind that the lid flips around, you can turn it into like a tablet. So I went and installed Linux on it, and I've been kind of messing around with that. It's been so long since I um, used Linux. I'm sitting there going, you know, I had to kind of stop and remember, you know, how to like, you know, app get and uh, uh, do repositories and sudo. And, you know, I'd, uh, it, it came back to me eventually, but I kind of had to scratch my head a little bit and think about some of that stuff because I, I used to do that stuff a lot, especially because I've been dinking around. I haven't done so much the last few years, but I remember started doing Linux about, no, early 2000s, I think, somewhere in there. Um I don't remember specifically, but I want to say 2003, 4, something like that. And back then, that was really rough when you had to, 
it was all command line. You didn't have repositories. So if you were trying to install a package, you had to go out and find all the dependencies and install them. And sometimes you couldn't fight, find quite the right one. So then you kind of shoehorned in this other one, which would just cause the whole system to kind of wiggle, wobble, and fall down. And then you race it and start all over again. So, I mean, I had to, you know, way back then you had a lot of command line stuff, uh, a whole lot of things you had to go in editing uh, config files and all this other stuff. So I was really into it. But like I say, I, I haven't done it for a while. And uh, there's a few things I had to fiddle here with. And, you know, it's so like, boy, I really had to stop and think what I was doing. Um, like I say, it wasn't completely foreign to me, but it, it's just been a while. I guess if you don't use those skills, you do get a little rusty. So Yeah, I'd, I'd be hard-pressed to call up my VI knowledge anymore. Because it's been so long uh, since I had to use VI, so... Yeah, I took a Unix class when I was in college. I can't believe 10 years ago. Good girl. But there was there was VI, uh, what was it called? Emacs? Emacs. Yeah. 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 And yeah. then there was uh, Vim, I think, which is a variation of VI. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a bunch of them. Yeah, and if I had to get into that and start doing it, yeah, I mean, um, and, you know, even um, back when I was doing Hackintoshes, um, you had to get into the uh, the plist files and uh, screw around with some of them, especially to get graphic cards. Don't laugh. That's what they're called, Kevin. And you know it. I um, know. <laughs> yes. And um, you had to, especially with graphics cards. And I spent a lot of time trying to find my graphics card in there and find the right number and put it in there and uh, and praying that it would work. And uh, and I had fairly good luck doing uh, some of those Hackintoshes. There was a few that I had problems with, but uh, some people couldn't get their. Uh, you know, either the graphics card to work right or the sound wouldn't work or some of them. And I had fairly decent luck. I think uh, I'd done two different builds and one I can't remember. There was something that always wasn't quite right, but I was always afraid to update them because I was afraid the whole thing would come collapsing down on me. But um, like I say, I, I haven't done that kind of stuff in a while. I guess I just kind of gotten, you know, lazy and complacent here and just let people, you know, make all this stuff. I said, well, let's just get back into Linux a little bit because I got a lot of interesting programs on there. And just try out some different stuff. Oh yeah, I love Linux. Uh, recently, when I've loaded it up, I've been loading. Um, uh, what is the variation of Ubuntu crap? And I can't remember. And then I put in the Cupertino uh, desktop inner theme, which makes it look kind of like a Mac, which is really kind of cool. I like right. that. And um, but yeah, it's 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 great to play around with Linux. You know, and depending on where Apple goes, if I have to switch again, if I switch away from the Mac OS, I won't go back to Windows. I will go to Linux as my full-time home operating system because I like it. And I cut my teeth in, was it Sco Unix, I think, back in the day? Um, that's where I first used Unix on our main, one of our mainframes at work. So, yeah, and that's where... I had my VI, I actually had a VI command mug. I had a coffee mug that had all the VI commands on it, which was really cool. That's how I learned it. Mm. Yeah, see, here here it is. Yeah, there you and go. So this is the kind that you can go like this. And so, uh, and it's got the, uh, unfortunately, you have to use the pen. Where did it go here? Oh, here it is down here. You have to use a pen for input. You just can't use your finger, but you know this is. I figure this is the closest I'm going to get to a while for doing a, uh, you know, uh, Linux uh, tablet. But you know it works pretty good. I mean it's a. Uh, uh, let's see, it's a, a Core Two Duo is what it is. That's so, not bad. And, you know, no, it's not not too bad. I mean it's a little. 
you kind of have to wait for it because it's got a spinning drive in here. And I looked and it's got sort of a proprietary drive. You just can't uh, put a uh, regular uh, standard uh, SSD in there. Uh, you'd have to get something special. It's not the same configuration that fits in there. So I have to go with the spinning drive that's in here, which isn't too bad. Um, so it's a little pokey. Um, you know you know what would help it? Is some good lubricated it. No, I like it too much to do that to it. Um, <laughs> That's your love goo. That's your right. love goo. Yeah. But... Uh, like I say, this is as close as I'm going to get to a Linux tablet for a while because I just – there was that one that uh, Ubuntu came out with, but, yeah, but I you, haven't seen any – You couldn't get it hardly. Yeah, and then even then if you could, um, there was issues with it. Um, well, it didn't have all the bugs worked out. Yeah, it's just kind of frustrating. I wish they would come out with a, you know, um, a Linux tablet uh, like they've done – like the something along the line of the Surface uh, – Microsoft Surface Line or something like that. Um, that would you know you could use it either way. You should set up your Surface Pro to dual boot. Well, I've looked into that one too, and that would take a little bit more. I'd really have to you know put some polish on these things because there'd be more. There's more you had to do to it. I did look into it, and, it's, and unfortunately, it's only a Surface. It's not a Surface Pro, and I don't know if there's differences or not. But, yeah, I wished I could dual boot it or boot off a uh, – and this one here, I was going to try and – I think it was actually quicker. I was going to try and boot off an SD card. Well, I could probably boot off it. I was going to try and install it on there. And it was giving me a grub boot error. And I tried Googling it, and I just couldn't quite find what I oh, – I said – Shut up, Google. Um, I was trying <laughs> to search for it. Go away. And um, I, I found different things, but I just couldn't quite make it work. Um, I don't know if – I probably didn't do enough research. But, yeah, I was going to try and just leave the uh, – run it off an SD card because I think it, uh, running it off the jump drive on there seemed a little bit quicker than it did it with the spinning hard drive. But um, – is Kevin having a seizure? Anyway. Um, jump drive. Jump Drive. Oh, I get it now. Okay. I'm a little slow. That's why It's I'm no here. fun when I have to explain the metaphors. <laughs> yes. Well, like I say, I, I'm looking at my microphone here because I can't look at people and talk at the same time. But, um, yeah, it just seemed a little fast running up there. But like I said, I just couldn't quite get over that. Yeah, I know what that means, Kevin. It means your beer ditches. Um, so, anyway, um, uh, it seemed a little faster, but I just couldn't get past the, the boot drive issues on there. And I, I, I think I've done things like that in the past before. But again, it's going to take a little bit more research. But, you know, it's uh, going to be something for me to play with. And you know, like I say, explore some stuff in Linux there. Maybe I'll even get to, I don't even know what I say anymore. Um, <laughs> At least that I have different d dirty minds. Is all. <laughs> probably so. And probably I do, too. But I'm too busy trying to think to even understand what I'm saying, which is partly probably part of my problem. Um, anyway, um, what was I saying? Um, you were playing with it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And uh, maybe at some point even uh, get it to the point where um, maybe try and record the podcast on there and edit it on there. I mean, I know it can be done. Um, I don't know if this. Well, I did it with my uh, Surface, which isn't that better a processor than that 
core two down there. So in theory, a person should be able to do it all on there. Um, well, yeah, I mean, the Going Linux podcast, he does everything on Linux. So and he doesn't have a very mm-hmm. or at least I haven't listened to an episode for a while. I need to get back and listen to him. Um, he didn't have a very powerful you know, machine to do it on. So, right. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't. That's the thing about Linux. You just don't need quite the horsepower um, to get a lot of good things done. I mean, it, you eventually right. hit a wall, but. Well, I think Ubuntu may have, uh, regular Ubuntu on here may have been pushing this a little bit because I also ran, um, which ones did I have on there? I had uh, Linux Mint. Um, but again, I was running all those off the jump drive, and that seemed to be a little bit uh, snappier than running it off the hard drive. Um but those are a little lighter weight. I could even put some real lightweight ones on there, but I don't know. I kind of like something, you know, kind of stay. I like, I do like the fancy desktop. I don't like anything that's too stripped down or too basic. Uh, and maybe if I'm really starting to uh, get kind of uh, cocky with my skills, maybe I'll try doing Slack or uh, Arch or something where you end up compiling your own operating system. Yeah, you got to compile your kernel and shit there, so... <laughs> Yeah, and I've used one, uh, uh, Sabion, which is a, a French one, uh, which kind of straddles that line. It's based off of Gentoo, which uh, you have your basic binaries, but then when you go and install stuff, you can – I think they, they're they starting to have more binaries you install, but then they also have code that you can, can compile. And then you can go in there and set different flags so you can custom build it so that um, if you don't need certain aspects of uh, you know, a software or something or you don't need certain drivers or something like that, you can just go in there and hit some check marks and compile it so it should be more custom made for your the computer that you're using. Yeah, I mean, anytime you're going to compile your own kernel and get to that level with uh, Linux, that's you're getting a much better fit. You know, Think of it as a fitted shirt as opposed to just a loose shirt that you put on is, is basically what it comes down to. So, But, yeah, well, that's cool, Mike. You'll have to let us know how that works out for you. Yeah. And I'm, uh, you know, hopefully I'll go from, you know, rusty to shiny here or, or something. Yeah, go write your own jokes now. Yes. Well, speaking of shiny, Lisa's been shining on something or will be shining on something. Do you want to explain to the good listeners what you've been, sh- what you will be shining? I bought a new car. Yay! What did yeah. you buy? Well, I have a 2003 Honda Odyssey with 64,000 miles. This car is only 13 years old, almost 14. Uh, nothing wrong with it. Right. No rust. Still runs well. I've put basically no money into it, you know, a little bit here and there, but no big deal. It doesn't have any bells and whistles. Like there's no navigation. There's no Bluetooth. There's no, not even auxiliary jack where I can plug in my iPhone. So, but the amount of driving I do, as you can tell by 64,000 miles, it's nearly not worth it for me to upgrade. But normally we have a couple of long term. Well, we have a couple of road trips coming up. And I'm just a little worried about how the car might be, just in case. You know, because there are there is one little problem with it's always losing air in one of the tires, but it's not the tire's fault. I think it's something to do with the rim. And I'm like, well, like I've been going back and forth and back and forth for like a year. And my husband's, if you want to buy a new car, just go buy a new car, whatever. He didn't care. So we went back and forth, back and forth. So finally last Monday, we said, okay, we're going to do it. So I wanted an 
Acura MDX. Wow. That wasn't happening. I've always loved those cars. I wanted an SUV, but they're just way too expensive. And the other thing I have to keep in mind is my father no longer drives, so I take them to doctors and uh, grocery shopping and so forth. My mother has bad knees and can barely get into my car. There's no way she'd get into an Acura, especially because it has the running boards on both sides. There's just no way. So I went to the Honda dealership and I was all set on getting another 2017 Honda Odyssey. But our son works for Chrysler right down the street. He's a car. Well, he's a finance manager now. Mm -hmm. And I've always said to him, I don't like domestic cars. I'm not buying one. But when we went looking, I said, "Okay, I'm going to make you happy. I'm going to be fair. We looked at the Chrysler Pacifica. And we compared them, and they're about the same price, same features, and so forth. And we ended up getting the Pacifica, ah. which surprised me. Very nice. It's not a bad car. It's kind of a station wagon on steroids, but it's a nice car. It's a, it's a minivan. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah it's, that, it's, it's, it's above a car and slightly below a minivan is the way I always looked at them. But, you know. No, it's a minivan. Oh, the new Pacifica? Oh, no, oh, no. The new Pacifica, it's not an SUV it? anymore. It used to be, I think, an SUV crossover kind of a vehicle. Yeah. It's now a minivan in, in placing of the town and country. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's what you're thinking. Yep. Yeah. Because it's got the stow-and-go stow go seats, so you can flatten them out if you need storage, if you're transporting something large. Yeah, it's got the, it's got the usual. It's got the navigation. It's got uh, the touchscreen. It's got the rear view oh. backup camera. It's got the Bluetooth. It's got XM radio. Mm. You know, all the stuff that all the new cars have. So yeah. I'm going to be, it's going to take me forever to figure this out with the touch screen. Cause I'm used to, I mean, I'll be honest since I've been driving since 19 or, you know, it's always been, you know, the push button for the radio and, you know, yeah. you know, you push the button to turn the air conditioning on and the heat on and turn the knob to adjust the, the temperature. Now everything is touch, you know, touch the screen to change the volume on the radio and to insert the information that you need for the navigation and, uh, what kind of head unit does it have in it, or the stereo, or what? Uh, the touchscreen system. Is what it, do you mean? Is it? Well, I mean, is it uh, uh, Apple or? Um, it's not Apple Play. CarPlay, excuse me. Or CarPlay, CarPlay. yeah, it's not CarPlay. Um, let's okay. see here. Got, I mean, um, is it like um, uh, Kenwood or it wouldn't be no, Delco? That's yeah. No, 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 no. I don't know what I don't know what brand it is. Okay, it's probably unbranded, um, Mike. Probably. It's got um, six speakers. It says Uconnect 5.0, integrated voice command with Bluetooth, USB media hub, steering wheel mounted audio controls. So like on the left-hand side behind the steering wheel is the up-down volume for the uh, – um, one side is the up and down volume. Other side is for the channel. And then there's like a button in the middle that goes from AM to FM to USB to XM Mm-hmm. Just something I'm I'm going to have to get used to because this is all new to me. I like those steering mounted uh, uh, controls on there because my uh, uh, my uh, Equinox has those on there. So I got volume over here. I got cruise control over here. Uh, I'm not crazy. They got like little rocker switches there for uh, changing from AM FM to all. Well, you push it to change it from that to that, and then if you want to scroll through your presets on your radio station. <laughs> Um, you sit there and you rock it back and forth. Well, sometimes I accidentally push it, which changes. I think I may have killed Kevin. Uh, 
just a little chat here, people. It's payback is a bitch. But anyway, uh, so sometimes I accidentally change the uh, what I'm listening. Not instead of changing the station, I'm changing from AM FM to something like that. So it's a little, you know, I'm not crazy about the way that one necessarily works, but. Um, those those are nice because then you don't have to take your hands off the steering wheel. Now I wish mine was newer uh, with a you know with a touch screen like you had because I've seen some Equinoxes with those in it. They are nice. Um, and you know if I would have had one of them, we never would have had my love goo, and I think the whole world would have thanked us for that. But anyway, <laughs> um, you know, I don't know about your wife, full, but you know, sure that too. Uh, but it's got <laughs> you know the full color display and everything. So um, yeah, that is nice to have. And you know the navigation would be up there on the screen. Uh, it does have a this one does have navigation, but it's in a little LCD thing in the uh, dashboard there that I've never I've never used. So, but yeah, that you know something with a nice. Uh, and then once you get your figure out how to hook your uh, music up to that, because um, with mine you can do it. Uh, it's it was before CarPlay, but it has it's more works better with Apple than it does with my Android phone because that one I could hook it up so I could play music through Bluetooth and do the phone through it with the Android. It'll do the phone through the, uh, the hands free, but it doesn't seem to want to do the music or I haven't figured something out quite there yet. Maybe I got to do some noodling around an Android to figure out what's going on, but you know, to be able to play your music and then just be able to control it from the uh, steering wheel there. That's, that's going to be pretty sweet. Yeah. I think what I might do, but I'll have to wait and see is this has a USB port. Mm-hmm. So what I may end up doing is cause I took all the music off my phone because of Apple music. What I might do is just put a bunch of music on a USB stick. Yeah. And then right. when I want to listen to music, just put the USB stick in. Or you could get an iPod. Way. Yeah. I um, really, I, you know how many extra iPods I have? I have I a ridiculous amount of extra iPods here. Yeah. So right. it's just going to be a wait and see because this is all, you know, for me, sure. this is all new. Because oh, all right no. now in my car, I've got AM, FM, and CD. Mm. Yeah, and mine's got a, the USB port, and I've never tried putting music on a, uh, you know, a jump drive of any sort and putting it in there. But I do plug my iPhone in because then I can create or my well, iPhone or iPad, uh, uh, iPod, because then you can create playlists and just have them play that. So you know that's kind of nice to have. So you just you can create a. I got a few. Uh, different playlists I've made up. So I just get in the car and play that. And then you can control it from your steering wheel. I don't like this song. Jump to the next one, and you know, so it is nice. But more than likely, it's going to be either podcast from my phone or XM radio. Because the, with the amount of driving I do to pay for XM radio is not worth it. Yeah. Yeah. So since I get it free for a year, mm-hmm. I'm going to take advantage. See, that's what I did last summer. They had a special. I didn't get it free, but I got it like at half price or something. I thought, and at that time we were driving down the Sioux Falls a little bit. Well, we're still driving down the Sioux Falls to see uh, my wife's mom down there. So we're on the road, you know, once or twice a month. It is kind of nice to have, you know, some music because it's about a uh, two hour trip down there. So it's a, and my daughter lives in Sioux City. So, you know, just when we do those trips, it's nice to have some music, not try to have to follow uh radio stations or sometimes i just don't want to have to mess with the ipod or something like that so but like i say i think that deal will go uh, go away this july and then i'm not going to pay full price for xm if i did more driving yeah but no yeah yeah so and and i'll start this out to make you feel better elisa the lowest mileage vehicle that i have is our minivan which has ninety thousand miles on it it's a 2004 both of my commuting vehicles, my regular commuting car, is a 2008 and has 133,000 or 134,000, 
my truck is a 2002 and it has 153,000 miles on it. Like I said before, when the gym is two miles away and the grocery store is a mile away. Yeah. No. You, you know, you I can I can go some weeks and just drive 50 miles and, and that much because, like I said earlier, taking my parents places before I took them. I would do 4,000 a year. I do 50 miles a day easy. Mm. So, actually, no, I do uh, 90 a day easy. Excuse me. It's about 50 each way. Mm. So, yeah. Well, I'm glad somebody's getting a new vehicle because it sure as hell isn't <laughs> me. Not that I want one. Not, it's been 14 years, so. I don't want a car payment. That's the one thing I don't want. That was not the other thing that I didn't want to do. It's like, well, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. It's not like, the, you know, it's not like it's got this problem and it's starting to get this problem. And I'm starting to, which is why I got this car, this, you know, the 2003s, because the car I replaced was just a piece of, you know, POS. And I just said, I'm done. I'm done putting money into this. I want a new car. And that's when I got the Honda. It's it's fine. But it's also at that point where my husband's car is, we've had it for five years, but it's six years old. We bought it used. I'm just afraid that, say, my car lives for 20 years. Well, that means his car is going to be, what, six, what, 12 years old? What if they die at the same time? Yeah. So I would rather have a car payment now, just me. Yeah. So no. you're... You're, you're thinking of your husband. You're you're taking the hit by buying this new car now so that this will be paid off so you'll be able to pay for his when he needs it. That's right. Yeah. And it's I let so him, selfless of you. And I let him, uh, you know, he test drove both. He's like, well, it's your decision. It's your car. I'm like, yeah, but you're the one who does the long distance driving when we go somewhere. Yeah. So, oh, that's the, yeah, I do it too. I mean, I do all the driving. When we go on vacation, I'm the one that's, and I don't mind that. I'm the one that's under the wheel for seven or eight hours you know, driving or 10 hours, whatever it might be. So, but, you know, my wife loves her van. She likes the way that she can see out of it and all that sort of thing. She hates my truck. She hates it with a passion. She says it's way too big. Um, to me, it's not that big a vehicle, but she says it's huge. And, you know, I don't know. I just, yeah. Well, so that's why I wanted the Acura, because I do not feel safe in a small car. I mean, to each mm. his own. But a Mini Cooper or a smart car, no way. I just feel like it's a it's an accident waiting to happen. There was um, this week, local or not real locally, there was a fatality, a fatal accident on one of the local roads, one that you've traveled on, Elise. I think um, it was Tuesday or Wednesday morning. I think there was a pickup truck going south. And it's just a two-lane road, a uh, Subaru Impreza going north. It was a 2008 Ford F100 or F150. He crossed and hit the Impreza head-on. He walked away. The person in the Impreza yeah. expired. Yeah. So, yeah. No, I understand. And I think about that. I mean, my other car is a Nissan Versa. It's not a very big car. Oh, so, yeah. I drove that when I was in Florida. Yeah. I mean, it's a good car. I put a lot of miles on it. It's gotten me back and forth to work. So, I'm not going to complain, but I do definitely feel safer in my four-wheel drive pickup truck. Yeah. So, full-size truck, but, you know, it is what it is. Yep. So, all right. Well, talking of new things, Apple released a few new things this past week. 
is anybody excited to get a new red iPhone? No. Oh. <laughs> um, I didn't watch the announcement, but when I saw you had this in there, I went and looked at things, and I'm kind of going, okay. There was no uh, announcement to watch. Yeah, it, wasn't a, it was just a bless, bless release. Bless release. Okay. Bless oh, release. Okay. okay, yeah. Well, I went out like I found an article or two about it, you know, one on Mac rumors here. And, you know, um, like I say, nothing – I don't know. Maybe they'll have something – They'll they should have their – was it June – Announcement that'd be their iPhone. That's WWDC. 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 Yeah. Uh, maybe they'll have something then, but I don't know. Maybe I'm just getting jaded, and I realize they can't work their magic every single time. But I don't know. It just seems to me like the last few times their announcements have been just kind of, I won't quite say meh, but it just hasn't really. You know, your banana anyway. there. Sure, we'll go with that one. Um, it's just nothing, you know, uh, so what, so what do they, um, they basically eliminated the iPad mini two. They got rid of the iPad two. They got rid of the mini two. They got rid of the iPad air two. Um, they, in the iPad, they got rid of the middle tier of storage. You just have 32 and 128. There's no, there's nothing in the middle. Um, they did for the iPhone SE, they put out, they bumped it to 64 and 128. Right. Uh, uh, I'm trying well, to think. I've forgotten now half of it. I'm glad to see they're kind of combining things a little bit. I mean, I will give them credit for that because you had all those different kinds and what was the real difference. So basically you have the iPad mini, you have the 9.7 inch iPad, iPad, and then you've and then you got the pros, 9.7 and 12? 12.9, yes. 12.9, yeah. So that's the whole iPad line, right? Fairly simple. You don't have yes. to know the difference between, you know, the Air 2 and the iPad. You know, and I always found that kind of confusing. Um, so at least I will give them credit for simplifying their, their line a little bit there and making it a little less confusing. Yeah, I mean, they bumped up the CPU in the iPad itself. It got the iPhone 6S CPU because the Air 2 that I have has the same uh, CPU as the iPhone 6, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, one of them had the 5S, I thought, or something. I, I get confused. I can't remember now. Sure. Off the top of my head. And, right. uh, you know, Melissa, of course, at this point is screaming at the radio telling us, oh, no, I get it wrong. But anyway, but the red iPhone, I mean, of course, I just got luscious. Wait a minute. Luscious. Bom you want a minute? Oh, Boom tickle. You really need to sterilize that thing, Kevin. <laughs> uh, that's what people tried to do for me for years. Anyway, the. <laughs> but, uh, you know, again, as I've said this before, and I know I'm different than everybody else, or I know not everybody agrees with this, I don't like a white face on a phone or an iPod or an iPad. I like the black face on the front. The, the bezel, I guess is what you'd say, mm. for lack of a better term. And I know, Elisa, you're the white bezel person. Well, that's because that's what they had. Oh, okay. I don't care for it. I prefer the, the space gray, yeah. which looks like black. Or space black. What yeah. Space, space black or space gray. Yeah. So, but yeah. I would have waited even longer. Yeah. Back when you so. got yours, they were hard to get, so. Yeah, so I took this, but 
if I it's not a choice. But I'm like, you know, not that big of a deal. You know, I have to look it up because I don't. Rem- I know I heard it somewhere. They actually make a screen protector that you can put on white-faced phones and give them a gray face or a black face. So I don't use a screen protector. Well, I don't either, but I'm just saying, you know, if you could do that. But, I mean, the red to me, the red and the black together, I saw somebody that had done that. That looked really good together. A red back with a black front, that was good. Just like I think the either the rose gold or the um, regular gold would look so good. And I know Suze likes the gold would like to have the black face on it. I've yeah, she's got the rose, the rose gold. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, it's good. They're donating the money to charity. I think that's a really good thing for them to do. I know they, cause I've got a product red, uh, iPod here too. Uh, the one that Dorothy was kind enough to give me. Thank you again, Dorothy. Um, along with the rest of the stack of iPods she sent me, bless her heart <laughs> as she was cleaning out. Um, and they all get used from different times. But the, um, yeah, I, you know, I was underwhelmed by it having a white face. That's the only problem. So, I don't know, we'll see. Because they need to, I would like to see them change up the colors a little bit more. Um, you know, give you some more choices in the colors. I don't mean more, I mean, mine's the matte black. I'm okay with that. But I would like to see them give you some choice in the front part, too. So you could mix and match a little bit there, but. Were they doesn't... talking about that for the seven? Originally, weren't wasn't that the the conversation? Like it might be they might give you blue and red and silver and. Yeah, I don't remember. Well, I don't remember for sure. I've heard it off and on. A blue, if it was a nice blue. There was supposed to be a blue phone, yes, and that didn't. They came out with a blue case, but not a blue phone. Yeah. So, yeah. So that announcement, I was I was happy about the new iPads um, because I'm, you know, I see where they're going with it. And I'm not that I'm in the market to get one anytime soon, but probably another year or so I'll be looking for a new iPad. Um, I'm, you know, I'm on that page and I'm looking at it. I, what I don't like is 32 and 128. Why? I mean, on the one hand. You're only paying a hundred dollars more, right? To go from thirty-two to one twenty-eight. So in that respect, that's great. But for some people, they just don't want something that big. Like, what's wrong with keeping the sixty-four? Well, I mean, that's what or mine is. It, or making it sixty-four and one twenty-eight instead of thirty-two and one twenty-eight. That would be better. That would be better. Yes, but yeah, if they only want to have two, I think sixty-four and one twenty-eight would be better than thirty-two. Because better to have too much space than not enough. Yeah, and that's. As I've said, when I my first iPad was a 32, and that was middle of the road at that time. My iPad Air 2 is a 64, which was, when it was bought, was middle of the road at that time. But occasionally, on both of those, I would bump into storage limits. Not, right. not very often, but occasionally. And that's why when I bought the phone, I said, screw this. It just went with 256 gigs. I yeah. said, this is just ridiculous. I'm tired of dealing with this. And, yeah, I mean, especially if you're the kind of person with an iPad that likes to download your movies. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm downloading stuff off Netflix. I'm downloading stuff off my DVR because Xfinity lets you do that now. You quote unquote check it out and you've got 30 days to watch it before it automatically, I think it's right, or so many days before it auto checks it back in. So nobody, if I download it, nobody can watch it on the DVR while I've got it on my phone. 
So I do that, and that way I get to catch up on some of my shows that I wouldn't otherwise yeah. get a chance to watch. So Yeah, I mean, it's great when you're traveling, because I know I've done that with Amazon on TV shows. If I know I'm going to be on a plane for a couple of hours, I download, I don't know, if, if I know that realistically I can watch five episodes, I might download eight. Yeah. That, well, that takes up, you know, how many gigs? You know, if that take yeah. up to, what, 10 gigs maybe? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, you can you can start to eat up some space. I mean, right now with all the video podcasts and everything that I have on my phone, the movies and stuff that I've got on here, I think I've got a hundred and about 80 gigs free or something like that. So I'm doing okay right now. But, I mean, you got to figure, that's 56, I mean, whatever you actually get, because it's, I forget what it was with where I installed stuff. You don't get the full 256, but I've already exceeded the 64 gigs that I would have had on my iPad. So, you know, I, I anymore, I'm of the opinion, just buy the Mac storage if you mm-hmm. can afford it and be done with it. It's just it's just ridiculous to try to shoehorn yourself into something smaller. I know Mark does it, yeah. but I got tired of it. I mean, unless you're the kind of person that's very minimalist, you know, you don't own any music, you stream it, you don't watch movies downloaded you stream it you don't have extra apps you just very very minimalistic then it's okay i'm not that person yeah neither am i no and And i'm I'm glad to see they're kind of bringing the the price down a little bit on some of these because you know i don't have any um ios devices that'll run the newest versions i mean i've got my i if i wanted to recharge my old iphone 5 uh that would still but that'll be dropping off the map this year my uh fifth generation ipod or my ipad mini won't run the newest uh i don't think they got the last update to the ios because it's not they're off the map and so and like i say this year the iphone 5 will be dropping off and like I said, I do like to keep up on Apple. I haven't abandoned it. Uh, I do like uh, do like it, and I want to keep up with what's going on there. And so, you know, maybe at some point I'll look at getting a, a new pad. Uh, and, you know, I guess I'm looking at this, and the iPad 4 has just one size, then 128 gig, the the mini. The Oh, the mini 4? Mini 4 has only got one mm-hmm. size, so, okay. Right. Which if I put my down, I mean, that iPad, I think for 128 gig for me, I think was seven, was it 729? They were yeah, at one that, point, they were high, yeah. Yeah, it was yeah, definitely much more than 429. Well, yeah, and on the iPad mini four with 128 is 399. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, that's, you know, that's a quite a bit of storage. Um because I managed to get by with 32 on mine over there. And, you know, sometimes – and I did put music on there. And I didn't do a lot of movies. Mine was more, um, oh, you know, different sorts of things, maybe some pictures sometimes fooling around. With but, you know, really I didn't, you know, work the crap out of it too much. But, you know, I think 128 would be sufficient um, unless I really get carried away with movies. But Yeah, Um Again, I'm not an iPad mini person at present. I use a full-size, no, it's not technically, a, I guess it still is the full-size. It's a 9.7-inch yeah. screen. So, I don't know. I do think, though, the next iPad I get will either be a Pro, and I may go for the 12.9-inch screen because I've been jonesing after that. Because, as I've said before, my phone and my iPad are now probably... I'm approaching 75 to 85% of my computing is done on those devices. 
you know, my, my Apple, com- my personal computing, I guess is the best way to say it. So, you know, I know Steve Stanger, and we I think we all know who he is. He and I were exchanging messages a while back, I think right after I got the phone, and his goal this year is to become pretty much just iPad and iPhone. That's what he's experimenting with and not really that, doing. That's Suzanne. Yeah, Suzanne's been that Ex- way. Except, except for recording the podcast, everything else in her life is iPad, and she's got the 9.7-inch iPad Pro. Yeah, and she, she loves, loves it. it. Yeah. Jinx. Um. <laughs> knock on wood. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I knocked on my head, folks. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I like the announcements. We'll just have to see. I think, Mike, you should just so that we can all experience it. I think you should get a Space Gray iPad or iPad Mini 4. I think that would be I think that's what you should do for our listeners. Sure. And then if one of the listeners want to help me with my credit card bill, uh yeah. No, I would really like one. It's just that, you know, my credit card is kind of going, you need to stop, you fool. Um I kind of looked at it the other day and went, "Holy crap." Um so <laughs> I, it's going to be one of those things that uh, you know, Maybe I'll figure out some way to, you know, swing it. But uh, yeah, because I, like I say, I do. I like to keep my fingers in all of the uh, the tech stuff going on out there. That's not techy, Kevin. Um, <laughs> so you know, because I, you know, I've I've gone through my litany of because pa- I got my uh, Surface and I've got my uh, Nvidia Android gaming and I've got my. Uh, a uh, little uh, HP Slate uh, Windows tablet, and I've got my Fire um, Amazon Fire tablets. Over. So, I mean, I, I, I try to experience them all and use them all in different things just so I kind of have an idea of what's going on. You know, I wish I could do something productive and make it justify buying <laughs> all this stuff. But I'm, I'm having fun. That counts for something. But, it's stress-relieving. Um, yeah, until you pay the bill. Yeah, research. Yeah, until you pay the But, no, like I say, at some point, um, you know, maybe I'll just have to – find a few trinkets around here that I'm not using too much and start selling them off. Um, I do have that uh, MacBook behind me. Well, it's for sale. Uh, Only at the right places. Um, Kevin likes uh, that idea. Sure, yeah. But I do have my iPad, uh, my MacBook Pro back behind me that I haven't, you know, I turned it on the other day, but, you know, Maybe if maybe I should get a hold of somebody that we know that repairs computers and yeah. see if she'd want to buy it off me for parts because the battery's starting to bulge and the uh, top keyboard, the uh, top row of keys uh, don't work. So it would take some work, but you know maybe I could get something out of it for some parts and put that towards a new uh, uh, a new iPad of some sort. So I don't know, maybe I'll have to explore that. Yeah. Well, the other good thing is they dropped the price. I mean. You can get yeah. into the 32 gig Wi-Fi model for three hundred and twenty nine dollars. I mean that's right. that's down what a hundred and some odd dollars I think. Yeah, if I remember right. So, I mean the the uh, one hundred and twenty eight gig is four twenty nine, which I know my Air two when it was bought was five ninety nine. So that's a hundred and seventy dollars. Yeah. yeah, I think mine was seven hundred something. Might have been back like- then. Well, seven ninety nine or seven forty nine? I can't remember exactly. I know it was a lot. Well, if I got the iPad Mini four, which I think would be sufficient, although it'd be nice to have a bigger screen because all the ones I have are, uh, except for my Pro, all of them are around that seven eight inch range. Uh, something you know a little bigger would be nicer once in a while. Because I did start out, you know, the first tablet I had was that Toshiba one. That was a ten inch tablet, and that was kind of nice to have, you know, bigger something bigger to 
look at there. But uh, I don't know. The mini, you know, the price is right. And yeah, uh, $30 more, you can get the regular size iPad. Go from 8 inches to 9.4. 9.7, actually. No, no, the regular iPad. That's just iPad, right? The iPad, the regular iPad is 9.7. The mini is 7.9. Right, but the rake the iPad, not the night, not the iPad Pro, the regular iPad. I'm looking at the page. Yeah, it's nine point right. four. Nine point four. Uh, oh yeah. Nine point four versus eight inches. Huh? Did they change something? Yeah, this is Unless where it gets I'm reading it. this wrong. Folks, this is where it I'm gets sorry. Inside. I'm sorry. I'm reading this wrong. My fault. <sighs> I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My bad. My bad. Scared the shit out of me. I thought, oh, God. I'm, I'm tired. I'm tired. It's late. I'm tired. Yeah. No, I read it wrong. My fault. Okay. So, yeah. 9.7 versus 7.9. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and for 40 bucks more. Oh, yeah, that's, you know, and that's bigger. I, uh, well, I'm not going to take time to look it up now, but I think the, are the images the same in both? Just a bigger screen? Is that the? No, the uh, iPad has a faster CPU in it, the full, the quote-unquote full size. It has the... I'm trying to find it here. Which CPU is it? I forget. And uh, Melissa's well, the, A9. The regular, A9, yeah. The, yeah, the iPad is an A9. I the mini is an 8X. Has the, I, has the A8X. Or A8, one of the two. Mm-hmm. Which is uh, the same CPU that's in my Air 2. A8, yeah. And then with the uh, M8 Motion coprocessor. Right. So I don't know what that means, but... Right. So. Sure. So yeah, you get a little faster CPU. A little bigger screen. A little bit bigger screen for 40 bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Uh, and like I say, I have plenty of small ones to carry around. Um I don't yeah. know. Yeah, it's it's tempting. You know, like maybe if I make a major payment, my uh, credit card. You know, maybe I'll uh, think about it. Because, like I said, I, I do. I like to be able to know what you guys are talking about. I hate being the one on the outside looking in. Uh, you could also sell a kidney or something. There you go. Mm, that's true. There you go. I mean, you're um, not using both of them, are you? Not right now. <laughs> Then don't be selfish. That's right. I got one that keeps producing kidney stones. Let me buy it off of you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you should try selling those stones. Uh, oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. They help me float above your bed at night. Oh, Lord. <laughs> God. See? You'll regret ever saying that, won't you? Yeah, I think I need the bigger iPad just to put over my face at night so I can block out visions of you. Uh, I'll hack into it and get you a uh, oh, get you a God. screen a background of me floating above you. I'll get Elisa to draw it up for me. <laughs> Photoshop yeah. it. Well, oh. my Photoshop skills. Yeah, your mad skills there in Photoshop. Yeah. Oh, I may man. be going mad, but anyway. Yeah, well, um, I did want to give people an update on my quandary from last week with the Apple Watch. It's still screwed up. <laughs> That's the basic update. It's still I'm surprised. Yeah, I again I adjusted. I've adjusted. You know, Elisa can tell can attest to this. There were rarely days that I was not hitting my move goal. Right. I was noticing that today. Well, today I was a lump. You. 
Yeah. Yeah. But I mean. But you always. Yeah. You always hit your move goal. I've been dropping my move goal down all week and I'm barely a couple days that I hit it. Oh, yeah. You're right. I didn't even notice that. It's like there is something different. What? WTF. Fudge. Fudge. What the fudge is wrong here? (laughs) Because we can't use the word fuck on this show. So. (laughs) So. I, I mean, there's the and the only thing different. I paired it with the iPhone Seven Plus. That's it, folks. No updates, nothing else. Now I haven't spent a lot of time researching this yet, um, other than some messages that Elise and I have traded. So, Pair it back to the to the original phone. Oh, I don't want to do that. That's a pain. It's a it's a pain. I know, but maybe next weekend. Well, just just to the, see what happens. Yeah. What the. What does the watch? I mean, you got to have the phone for the watch. What does the watch get from the phone? Did you not set up your phone correctly, or or set it up the same way you set up? Set it up the, the other phone. The only thing I changed in the setup when I set it up on my phone, which you have age. to have, was the age. That's it. I didn't specifically say my age in the other one. That's also. The, I'm wondering if you set it up with your original phone. Yeah. With, with your age. Right. And you have the same problem, then maybe do it again without your age. And if it goes back to being good, it you don't, then you kind of, well, is it the phone or is it the age? So if you go back to the second phone and don't put your age in and it works, you'll know it's the age. I think what I'd probably, I think you're on a good train of thought there. I think what I would do first, though, is unpair it from my current phone and when right. I pair it not set up the age that was an accident I didn't mean to do that I didn't and I didn't feed it all the other health information it was asking for um so maybe I'll do that it's all unpair and then repair and not tell it to back up and just say it's a new watch go pair through with the whole- your existing phone yeah well I mean there's certain things you have like your height and weight it needs that so that it can figure out the calorie burn. I didn't give it that on either phone. Then how can it report your calorie burn? You tell me. Because, you know, a six foot, 200 pound man is going to, and if, if I went to, you know, who is walking with maybe a five foot, 210 pound woman, they're going to burn calories differently. Right. So but how I, do they how, how is it giving you the correct amount of calorie burn? I don't know. And I never did that on the other phone. Hmm. That's what I'm saying. The only Again, thing. unless I'm missing something. I, I'm not disagreeing with you, but I'm just saying. No, maybe I'm missing something that something's going on that I'm not aware of. There's a lot of shit going on that I'm not aware <laughs> of, but that's beside <laughs> the point. Oh, but I didn't do that at all on the other phone. Gave it no, you know, height, weight, nothing. It, it knew nothing about that. And then on this phone, the only bit of health data I gave it was my age. That's it. So maybe as soon as I'm three foot six and 580 pounds or I'm a short stack of shit, I don't know. Which it knows is. you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I <laughs> careful. But I'm <laughs> yeah. um, but I, I don't know. But that's the update. I'm going to keep twiddling with it to try to get it and figure out what it is. Cause like I said, I've moved, I've moved my move goal down 
to see how much that impacted. Because, and like I said today, I was kind of vegetating because I was tired and wasn't feeling that great because of the weather yesterday. And I didn't feel that good yesterday, but I had stuff to do. So today I just kind of lumped in the chair for the most part, uh, helped around the house as little as I could without getting yelled at. And um, that's really all I did. So that's, that's the reason I didn't come even close. I did hit the stand goal, I see. So that's good, but... Yeah, or no, I haven't quite hit it yet today either. Shit. Oh, well. <laughs> That's nope. just the... Um, you exercised zero minutes. Yeah, I noticed that. If, you, if you'll notice, I almost have a... Per, I have several perfect weeks with zero exercise minutes. So, yeah, that's... It's very odd, but, you know, I'm going to keep twiddling with it, but I did want to give listeners an update because it was like, this makes no sense to me hmm. at all. So... Anyway, so with that, I wanted to wrap up with one final topic before we get to our picks. I wanted to send out a huge congratulations to Elisa, Suze, and Vicky for their show, Three Geeky Ladies, which you might have heard mentioned on here once or twice. Uh, they hit a big milestone, episode 100, so... Yay, thank you. Congratulations, ladies. That was released yesterday, and listeners, Mike and Kevin... And Melissa have cameos. Oh, I guess I haven't listened far enough to hear the other two. I got about fifteen I, minutes in, I think, and then I, I got. Was, I, well, theirs I, weren't audio cameos, but oh. they're, they're mentioned. Okay. They are mentioned okay. in the podcast. Right. And uh, I was going to save it and wait, uh, listen to to it at work because I, when I'm at home, I don't listen to podcasts because I'm usually doing something that actually requires engaging my brain at work. I'm pushing a broom, whatever. Then I listen to podcasts. So it'll be when I'm uh, schlepping trash cans tomorrow, I'll be listening it was, to you it was, it was an hour and a half. It was a longer one. Yeah, it's one of the longest that you all have ever done, I think, isn't it? Yeah, it was a longer one. And, and, and it's like it's like this show when you go, okay, if we can get, you know, 20, 30 minutes, because we're getting it, we were at about the 40 minute or so, and I'm looking down at Audio Hijack, and I'm thinking, okay, this is going to be reasonable, not going to be that long, it's going to be good. And all of a sudden, it's like an hour and 15, and it's like, okay, we need to wrap up now. This is getting a little long. <laughs> yeah, So, but what I've heard is good, um, and again, big congratulations to you three you. ladies. So a nice you. milestone. Very well done. Yes. Thank you. So, um, and since we were talking tablets, I'm going to go first with my pick, and I'm going to cheat a little bit. Because I set the amount to help Elisa out. Then I was trying to think what I wanted to do. And I thought, you know, I'm having to use Windows 10 more. You know, and that's all I'm going to say is I'm having to use it more. So I was thinking, well, why don't I see about what, what would it be like to have a small Windows 10 tablet? And sure enough, I did some digging around. And the company that made my little Linux tablet that I, or not Linux, uh, Android tablet that I have, New Vision. Uh, actually has Windows tablets out. They have an 8.1-inch Windows 10 tablet with 2 gigs of RAM and 32 gigs of storage, and you can stick an SD card in it, I think up to 64 gigs, so you can get a good fair amount of storage in it. You can get it off Amazon. It was a little more on their site, but you can get it off Amazon for $99.99. This is actually fairly tempting and may become part of my tablet arsenal, <laughs> just for shits and grins. I mean, you know, Windows 10 is definitely more tablet friendly, friendly, I guess is the way to say it. So, you know, not that I'm 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 not bagging on iOS at all, but 
you know, just like Mike, I like to keep my fingers in other things, and you know, so I can keep up to date on what's going on with the other operating systems. This is very tempting, folks. It's you know, and especially at that price. Mm-hmm. And my little Android New Vision tablet, other than the fact it's running five point one or something like that, I can't remember Lollipop, I guess. Um, and I'd like to update it. And I've thought about uh, jailbreaking it to do it, but it's you know, for what I paid for, it, it works fine. I mean. Back when Android tablets were in the hundred and fifty to two hundred dollar range, I got this one for sixty. You know, no complaints. Still works. I carry it around with me. I don't treat it very nice, and you know what? It just keeps on working. It takes a licking and keeps on ticking. Well, and I bought that little uh, HP Stream uh, uh, tablet that runs Windows. I upgraded to Windows Ten. And that one is, I use that sometimes. I take it to work when I just want a small um, tablet to, uh, but I don't want to take my uh, Pro or my Surface out and use that. Uh, I'll take that one. It's it's small. It's a seven inch. Uh, so it's kind of handy. I can just kind of tuck it in and, and carry it around if I need to. And um, shoot, I was trying to find the specs for that one. And it's not showing up on Amazon here. But I think um, this one is similar. Although I don't know if the resolution is quite as, I think the resolution on this one of yours is probably a little bit better. Yeah, um, technically it's HD on the one on the one that that I'm picking here for my pick. Yeah. It's uh, um, nineteen twenty by ten eighty. So. Yeah, I can't remember what the specs are mine right offhand, um, but it does have thirty two gigs of storage and does have a micro SD card, so you can put. Uh, more uh, storage in there, and I do use that from time to time. Uh, and it's just like I say, it's, it's kind of handy, and I do use it in tablet mode. But I do have a little Bluetooth keyboard that I can take out, and uh, a little Bluetooth mouse that I can use to. Uh, so if I want to use it as a tablet, because sometimes the screen is a little small to try and uh, do things with. So, but that's my poke, my poke fix, my pick, <laughs> folks. Shit, wow. Mike's rusty at Linux, and I'm rusty at English here. That's getting late. Yeah, that's the way it goes. So we'll, uh, we're going to leave Elisa to last this week for a change, and we're going to jump up to Michael for him to talk about his pick. I got him up. On the A.K.A. Way rusty. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I've, I've been on this uh, kind of automation kick home security thing, and so, you know, the price came up, and I'm kind of thinking, what do I want? Well, I finally, you know, something I would kind of like to have – um, it's a, a Schlag a Z-Wave Connect Century touchscreen deadbolt with built-in alarm. Uh, and it works with Alexa, uh, via smart, uh, smart things or wink, I guess. Um, so I don't have a smart, uh, things, uh, th- uh, around here. Although I think my, I got to pay attention. I think the NVIDIA Shield is supposed to be getting upgraded to the point where it'll act as a smart thing, um, hub. I'll have to see. Just don't uh, or, use the wink. I've had horrible luck with the wink. I I, no, I remember you guys were. That was a couple of years ago. You guys said you yeah. Just, I think it was about it, two years ago. It was awful. Right. Um, and like I say uh, maybe you know if by I got a. I know they're making improvements to the shield. And I thought they said it was going to act as a smart things hub, or it would work with a smart things hub. I you know, but that's another thing. But you know this uh, keyless entry thing. Um, you know, it'd be nice. So did I remember to lock the door? I could just tell the, you know, Amazon assistant over there to, you know, uh, lock the doors or whatever. And, um, you know, or where a package comes, I can say, here, just let me unlock the door, put it in the house or whatever. Um, 
so there's a few things. It's just the, you know, and be able to monitor things to know if somebody's, you know, coming or going. Or you can hand out a, a code. So if one of the kids come home, we can just say, you know, here's a temporary code. We love you. We're not going to give you a key to the house anymore because you all are gone. We don't want you sneaking back in and moving in someday. So, but we'll give you a temporary code if we want to let you in. So, um, um, but, you know, I thought it'd be kind of a neat thing to have. Yeah. Well, you know, some of these, uh, yeah, I think that's true. At least <laughs> freely, um, he some of these smart locks and stuff like that. I saw one somewhere that not only when you come in, you know, it unlocks the door and stuff like that, but it you it'll even well you can tell it say, "Well, welcome home, Rusty. How are you today?" And it'll give you a weather report on the little display screen attached to the damn thing on the inside. It's like, you know, these things are quite advanced. I'm just paranoid because. I think more people are likely to hack a lock than they are to pick a lock. I guess is the way right. I look at it. So and the th- and the thing about yeah and I, that cross thought did cross my mind. But this is Clark. I mean, that's not to say somebody with some intelligence might not come here. But you know, I'm not worried about the people in this town because I don't think anybody in this town listens to this podcast, so I won't get burned at the stake for saying that. But um, you know, I. I Obscured uh, security through obscurity. I think we're probably safe here. Now, somebody listening to this podcast from somewhere around the world just come here and hack my house just to prove that it can be done and make me look stupid. No, wait a minute, I do that on my own. Um, but yeah, that and that's the thing. All you got to do is, uh, you know, it's an electronic device. All you'd have to do is just uh, have something that would sit there and start spitting out combinations until it unlocked. You know, I don't know what kind of. Sec- how secure it is to something like that. But. Well, my house has two security systems, and one of them is made by Smith & Wesson, so <laughs> it won't go any further than that. So, But anyway, well, that's no, that's cool, Mike. I like that. I, I, I like the idea of it. I just can't get, bring myself to do it, I guess is what I'm saying. It's Maybe I'm old-fashioned yeah. that way. I, the keys real work, you know, and it works. So, you know, that's just the way I am. But I admire the pick. Very good idea. Great pick. All right, Miss Pacelli, you're up. Okay, I'm up. Okay, <clears throat> next Monday, as we record this, baseball starts. Woohoo! I'm very excited, as you can't tell. The guys are like beside themselves. They're so excited. You can't see their faces, but they are thrilled. So- <laughs> and I'm going to be rooting for the Washington Senators, as we were the discussing. Washington Senators. So, baseball begins. So, if you like to watch loads of baseball or if you don't live where your team your favorite team is so like if you're a red sox fan like i am but you don't live in the connecticut massachusetts rhode island area to watch the red sox all the time mlb tv 112 dollars 99 it works with iphone and ipad and your computer and android and windows and roku boxes and apple tv and xbox and playstation Chromecast. So there's tons of different devices. According to their webpage, over 400 devices. It's. I've been subscribing to MLB Radio since I want to say 2010, maybe. Mm-hmm. Something like that. It, it's like 20 bucks if you just want to listen to the audio. But if you want the TV that you can watch on your iPad, like I said, or the other devices, $113. Couple caveats though. If you cut your cable, so you don't have any cable TV, let's say you live in New York, here it's the Mets and the Yankees. 
If you live in New York, you don't have cable, but you want to watch the Mets or the Yankees, you cannot watch it with MLB TV because there are blackout restrictions where you live because of the deals they have with cable companies. So if you're a Yankee fan in New York, you can't watch the Yankees through MLB no matter who they're playing, even if it's an away game. So if they're playing the Red Sox at Boston, you still can't watch that game. That's that's the way it is. If you live, whatever team is in your area, you will not be able to watch on MLB TV. So I can't watch Nor, the Senators. You cannot watch the Senators, Kevin. <laughs> Nor can you watch um, ESPN Sunday Night Game of the Week. That's just the deal that they have. But again, if you're like me, you live in New York, you like the Red Sox, you can watch all the Red Sox games as long as they don't play the Yankees or the Mets. I can watch on through MLB TV. Before you sign up, you put your zip code in and it will tell you who the teams are that are blacked out, if applicable. You might live yeah. in an area where there is no local team, therefore you can watch anybody. If you are a student, you find it here. If you are a student or a member of the military, you can get an additional 35% off your subscription. Mm. Yes, 35%, yeah, 35% off if you are a student or military. So you would just verify at the end of the, the, the checkout process. Now, some people might want to get it through their cable subscriber, their cable subscription, because I know with us we can get a season pass of hockey or basketball and I think soccer. Don't do that. The reason being, with Time Warner, it's something like $165 for the entire season you can only watch it through digital cable. So if you have one television in your house that is digital cable, that's the only TV you can watch your baseball games on. If you buy MLB TV, you can watch it on all your TVs through a Roku or an Apple TV or a Fire Stick or a Chromecast or an Xbox. Or if you have a smart TV. Yeah. You can watch it on every TV in your house. So we have it on one, two, three, four, five TVs in this house, plus my iPad, plus my computer, plus my phone. So you're covered. All baseball all the time. So you're completely covered. I am no. covered in baseball. You're no, she's safe. That's it. Safe. She's That's safe. Right. Yes. She's safe. In fact, yeah, as I, we speak, my husband is right now doing his fantasy baseball draft. Oh, okay. I didn't know they had fantasy baseball. He does fantasy golf, okay? I mean, come on. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's esoteric. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's okay. <laughs> does does them all. Does I, them all. I mean, I used to play golf, but I got pissed off enough and quit. Yeah. Um. But Okay. Oh. Yep. So starting next week, it's going to be baseball because, you know, he's watches the Yankees. I watch the Red Sox. And because of his just love of baseball in general, if he's following like he'll have up on his computer screen, he'll have up Yahoo Sports or ESPN or something. And he'll see, um, I don't know, a particular team. The, the pitcher has a no hitter going so far into the seventh inning. So he'll run to the TV and turn it on to watch that particular game. To mm. see if the if the pitcher can go and have a you know a no hitter, yeah, throughout the whole game, you know. So we we check that out, and we always watch the World Series no matter who's playing in it. And that's the other thing. Once you get into postseason on MLB TV, all the games are on, whether it's on TBS or Fox or whatever. All the games are on, and you also get spring training. 
which, you know, is finishing up this week. But if you start again next March, because your subscription goes, I think, from March 1st-ish to uh, February 28th, somewhere, something like that. It goes for a full year. So you can get the spring training games if you want. So, you know, what I'm thinking of, you're talking about baseball, and I'm channeling Garrett Morris from back in the days when uh, Saturday Night Live used to be good. A baseball have been a very, very good very, very to good me. Very good to me. Yeah. So I'm, that's what I'm picturing. You go, MLB TV been a very, very good to me. <laughs> it's not perfect. I'm not going to lie. It's not perfect. Um, there is a little bit of stuttering sometimes, especially not on my iPad as much, but on the TV sometimes. Um, but if you love baseball, I think it's well worth the money. No, I understand. I mean, back when I was watching football on a regular basis, it would have been worth it to me to have a similar thing. So, good pick. Very good pick. I admire you for that. So, Thank you. All right. So, why don't we start with letting folks know where we can find it. Rusty, where would you like the folks to find out more about you? Well, if they'd like to find out what my real name is... um, Yeah. Well, if you want to find out anything about me and, you know, uh, you can find me on Twitter at DSC Chipman or I have my about.me page at about.me that's slash uh, about.me slash Mike McPeak. That's M-C-P-E-E-K. There's no rust in there at all. Ah, very good. So that's Rusty I think McPeak. We already, I think we already know a lot about Mike. Yeah, we do. We, we, we do go <laughs> a lot about him. So <laughs> Disturbingly so, yes. Yes, we do. Elisa, okay. would you like to tell the lovely folks where they can find out more about you? 3geekyladies.com with the number three spelled out and at SenseiDai on Twitter. Wonderful. Folks, if you want to hear more about me or more from me, and God help you if you do, um, go over to twitter.com forward slash B-I-G underscore I-N underscore V-A. If you want to, if you go to about.me forward slash Kevin Alder, that links back over to that and some other things I've done in the past uh, that I'm trying to have removed from my legal record. But anyway, if you want to find out more about the show, you can go to geekiestshowever.com, and reviews and comments and iTunes are always welcome. Thank you to all those that have done that. We do greatly appreciate it. Helps us get discovered, and you know maybe someday we'll actually get more than 100 listeners or so, or, you know, actually it's Ooh. 10, but, you know. Ah. Yeah, Ooh, ah. So, be great. Folks, we hope you've enjoyed listening to the show as much as we've enjoyed bringing it to you this week. And please remember, if you do nothing else between now and next week, don't forget to hug a geek. Hi, I'm Bart Bouchards, host of the Let's Talk Apple podcast. Every month I gather together a panel of Apple followers and we digest the month's Apple news. Our aim is to step back and take a 40,000 foot view of all things Apple. We're the perfect complement to the many great daily news shows out there. Listen and subscribe at www.lets-talk.ie.